failures are not failures unless we believe them to be so. Learning does not take place without experiencing mistakes. Success comes when we continue to learn and we strive to move forward, even when the results are not what we wanted them to be. Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here waiting for you. Well, greetings to you wherever you are in this world. Welcome to show number 25 co-creating with the creator. And this show is actually a little milestone for me. So I just want to give a shout out to Sherry Camp, who's my podcast editor and director. She makes this happen each and every week and it make it makes it seem flawless. And so thank you so much, Sherry, for what you do for this podcast. So today let's dive in to this co-creating with our creator. And last week we talked a lot about creative energy. And if you need to go back and listen to that podcast, number 24, jump in at any time. It's a great one. It helps lay the foundation for what we're going to talk about today, about actually co-creating with God. And so this truth of possessing a creative force within us, it really should rock you to your core. And once we embrace the fact that we really are creative beings, And then we allow ourselves to believe this deeply, act upon it. Then we can begin to co-create with our creator. And this truth is such a game changer. When you feel you are contributing your talents and your skills in this life, you feel connected and needed and essential. And God desires for each of us to feel that way and to use the skills that he gave us. And this makes sense because he created each of us within our own unique and special gift package and in his image. And since he is the ultimate creator, wouldn't it make sense that he made us as creative beings as well? Of course he did. And so recognizing the gifts that you possess from God is the point where you can then begin to use them. Too many times, creative people mistakenly believe their talents are their own. However, when you humbly give credit to the one who enabled these gifts within us, that's when you'll ble- he'll bless your life more richly than you can imagine. And we should all give credit where credit is due. And so the crux of the entire idea of theosynthesis for me came about because, and I truly believe this, that I was deeply embedded in God's word and I was in tune with him. And as I trusted him by just writing what he was putting on my heart and continuing to put myself out there, he has continued to continue to co-create within me. It's with him that I do this. And as I remain connected to him, ideas, man, they start to pour out. So a few years ago, 
I was sitting in this huge room with thousands and thousands of other like-minded, highly creative people. It was a John Maxwell event. And the room felt electric, you guys. And it was very real. It was palatable. 3,000 plus individuals all co-creating and being together in the same place. It really put out a mind-boggling energy that could be felt. And if you've never experienced being in a room with thousands of creative, energetic people, make sure that you find time to experience this. Not only will this type of experience encourage you, but you will also understand and really feel it and experience it on a personal level of what I'm talking about when I speak about this creative energy from God. And as I shared last week regarding people possessing untold amounts amounts of creativity, why is it that so many fail to ever explore the God-given talents within themselves? Somewhere along the way in their life, they begin to falsely believe that they have nothing to contribute. A single discouraging word or statement, an experience, or perhaps too many bumps in their road have caused them to stop believing in themselves. And fear then is what happens to the majority of people who never move forward with an idea or a dream. Plain and simple, feel a failure or embarrassment prevents most people from attempting a new idea. And so why do we fear to try new things? What is it about that? Well, first of all, it's essential that we understand what fear is. And according to the dictionary, fear is simply an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or will cause pain or is a threat. So fear of failure for many is more frightening than anything else they may encounter. And boy, have we been living in a world of fear lately? Absolutely. But God's word says to fear not. Fear not. So let's take a look at what failure is and what it isn't. And unfortunately, most people believe that failure is always a negative thing. And this is not true at all. I firmly believe that failure is the one thing that can actually propel us to reach a new desired goal or seemingly elusive dream. When we learn to walk as little babies, we spend a lot of time falling down, don't we? And we get hurt and we bump our heads. And does that mean that all of those falls were failures? Not at all. Without those falls, we wouldn't have learned the basic movements and patterns which would eventually make us successful and finally able to walk. Our brains are wired to learn. And each time we hear or see or read something new, the brain imprints this and sends messages to those areas of our body that need this information. The skills required for walking teaches a toddler what works and what doesn't as they teeter and totter their way to successfully walking. And without the learned responses from what didn't work, this is what eventually enabled them to be able to walk. So additionally, as we continue to learn, our muscles are strengthened, neurons connect, 
and the brain-body connection happens. And without practice, these skills are not mastered. Repeated patterns develop the necessary skills needed in our lives. This fact is actual for every learned skill in our lives. And for many, when they don't achieve instant success at something new, boom, they just give up. Oh, can't do it. And how sad and unfortunate that what they allowed, perceived as a failure, is only a failed attempt. It's not completion failure unless you just allow that to be that way. There are many, many incidences of individuals who kept on trying and attempting something despite numerous failures. They overcame all of the odds and adverse reactions from other people. And you guys, these are people who are just like you and me, who experienced failure, yet they never stopped trying and they never stopped believing. So let's take a look at a few of these. And Henry Ford, he was a man who found he had to try many times before he finally found success in the car industry. He attempted several businesses and he was flat broke before he finally succeeded in what we now know as the Ford Motor Company. And because he didn't give up, our world has forever been changed. Thomas Edison was told when he was young that he was not smart. What if he actually hung on to that and believed it? His most noteworthy achievement among many was the light bulb. And yes, it took over a thousand failed attempts before he finally discovered the design that did work. And his perseverance enabled him to see the light. And Elvis Presley once told once was told he would never amount to anything in the music industry. And had he believed this, we not we might not enjoy his unique musical sound and talent. Thankfully, he too continued thinking he did have something to offer the world. And let's take a look at Michael Jordan. We know him as one of the greatest athletes of all time. However, did you know that he was cut from his basketball team in high school? Wow, <laughs> this event could have been a devastating setback for him. Yet he pushed on and he proved he was a force to be reckoned with. And how many missed baskets did he actually have to throw in practices and games before he became who he is today? A lot. So I think you can see my point. Failures are not failures unless we believe them to be so. Learning does not take place without experiencing mistakes. Success comes when we continue to learn and we strive to move forward, even when the results are not what we wanted them to be. Let me ask you a question. What is it that you desire to do right now? Do you feel too old, too young, unprepared, not talented enough? And remember, all of those kinds of thoughts are not coming from God. He wishes very much to co-create with you and me. But if you're not allowing him in, he can't do that with you. So the bottom line, we must stay tuned in to God's energy source. And trust me when I say this, you have an untapped, unbelievable amount of creative energy within yourself. Stop trying to utilize this creative energy without first connecting to the only real energy source, God. He is ready and waiting to co-create with you right now. 
You've always possessed the ability to tap into this energy. And so why not now? Now is the time. And so on the next podcast, we're going to focus on how to really align with God and tap into his power on your own. I have some great tips for you. But knowing his will for our lives is an important key in our life. And I wanted to give you a few scriptures that are really encouraging when we do fall short. Jeremiah 8.4, and he's talking to the people of Judah. This is what the Lord says. You know, if a man falls down, he gets up again. And if a man goes the wrong way, he turns around and comes back. 1 Peter 1.5, the righteous may fall seven times, but still get up. But the wicked will stumble into trouble. Deuteronomy 31.8, the Lord is the one who is going ahead of you. He will be with you. He won't abandon you or leave you. So don't be afraid or terrified. Oh, I love that one. And I'll finish this one with Psalm 37, 23 through 24. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with his hands. Isn't it evident that God is so invested in our lives and that he cares for us deeply? And he wants us to learn from every situation we are faced with in life. He wants to utilize those God-given talents within you. Are you ready to get busy seeking them out and to use them? And if you have attempted to do something and failed, Reassess it, revisit it, and reinvent a new or different way to succeed. Ask God to help you and to show you what He desires from you. Often, we attempt things on our own human-led abilities before humanly and humbly going before Him to seek His blessings and advice. And so the main takeaway today is in knowing you are uniquely designed to co-create with God. And I find this concept so encouraging and exciting. What is your dream? Now is the time to discover it. And before I go, please take a moment to head to my website at drpaulamcdonald.com and click on the tab that says Connect with Paula. I love hearing from you guys. And if you're enjoying these podcasts, I would be so honored for you to subscribe or follow the show and leave a review. I think you have to do this on a uh, desktop computer, but doing that, it helps my show get to other people who might need this message. Thank you all so much. And as always, are you fully living today? Hi, stay tuned for my mini podcast, Ask Dr. Paula. It'll be in the last five minutes of the show and a time for me to answer your questions. So to submit a question, simply go to drpaulamcdonald.com and click on contact me. I can't wait to hear from you. Well, last week we discussed creative energy and I had a friend tell me that when she listened to the podcast, she said, you know, I've never really thought about creativity as having its own form of energy. And she said, when you really stop and think about all that you do in a day, such as eating and doing your everyday activities, 
you really are utilizing these various forms of energy within, inside of us. And she said, when I stopped to consider what I was really spending my time and energy doing, it became evident that I was spending precious energy on things that are not benefiting me in any way. Well, her point is, we all have a certain amount of energy. So why not assess how you are using this energy effectively and efficiently in your life? And she had a great plan. So she said, I'm going to start journaling and I'm going to journal my thoughts and my activities that I'm engaged in, even the ones that seem minute. And just to see how I'm spending my time and what those gap times were. And so, wow, what a great idea. And in doing this, you really can begin to see that often we're wasting time and we're wasting our precious energy on things that are not life-giving. They're mindless. TV, maybe too much time surfing through social media, or even spent time lamenting on something negative that happened to you. Oh, that takes a ton of energy. When you begin to realize and recognize those energy time stealers, then you can determine how to replace those activities with something more productive. Listen to a podcast. Huh, I like that one. <laughs> and, and put in your headbuds or put it in a place where you can hear it while you're doing mundane things like folding laundry or um, doing some things around the house. That's a great way to multitask. Read a good book or invest in a great Bible study. But the idea is to begin filling in your time-wasting activities on things that actually provide you with positive, empowering, and uplifting energy. And when you do that, man, you can take on the world and you will be surprised how your mindset changes and shifts. And the choice, of course, is yours. Your time is your time. However, as a believer, your time is a gift from God. And how you choose to spend that time or energy, that's between you and the Almighty. So I'm going to leave you with this question. How will you spend your precious energy today? Well, I love hearing from you and keep those questions and comments coming. Go to drpaulamcdonald.com, click on the connect tab. And until next time, are you fully living today? Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God.